0: Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Creep Time After Dark. This is a Creep Time original podcast.
1: So make sure to go listen to Creep Time, the podcast, right after the show. <laughs> well, you can't trust County.
0: Baby, you ready to pick a word or what?
1: Baby, I'ma pull it. Okay. Actually, my little generator says rerun it, so I'm gonna run it back. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that generator has given us more t- trouble. I <laughs> no. swear. I swear. This,
1: this generator is oh god, backwoods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but we've also covered an episode with the woods. So I've, we have yeah. to so we have to go specifically to backwoods.
1: Should we pick another one?
0: I feel like we should, actually, yeah. because we've already covered the woods, so maybe we should pick another one.
1: Because I don't even know if I've been to the backwoods. Like, <laughs> I <don't even> know. <laughs> Well, baby, we're going
0: to take you to the backwoods. <laughs> I know. I
1: know. Let's run it. I'm going to run it again. Okay. Oh, here it goes. It's being freaking annoying. Hold on. Let me just refresh the page. <gasps>
0: Maybe there's a different website with a different randomizer. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to do it. Literally, this
1: page is not responding. It said you better do backwoods or else. <laughs> I think you could you
0: could even do like randomizers in Excel, I think. I found the coolest feature in Excel a few weeks ago called goal seek. You ever heard of that? Ever use no. it? It's sick because you can put in like a bunch of like placements of where you want certain numbers to be, like if you're trying to budget or something, but you can also put your goal number. So let's say my goal was like, I want to make $5,000 doing X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. It, um. And this is like, usually like the range of what I make. I can select my end goal amount and select goal seek and which figures in the cells it's going to update. And it will automatically update those numbers to reach the goal that I set.
1: Are you a big Excel person?
0: Um, like you're pretty good at it. I'm pretty, uh, yeah, I'm pretty solid at Excel. Yeah.
1: I'm um, I'm trying to get better. I feel like I need to.
0: I feel like once it's, I, I've done like a lot of like trainings on it, like on my own time, um, because I've always been told once you get over the hurdle of Excel, especially if you're running like a small business and effectively, I mean, we are a small business. Excel just becomes like your best friend because yeah. there's, you realize how much quick math you can actually do in an organized way in Excel it it to me it's it's fantastic, but I know for a lot of people to look at it, it's daunting.
1: I just learned how to do, and then I'm promise creepers. I'm going to a word, but I just learned how to do like a V lookup, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I feel, <laughs> and I know that that's like barely scratching the Excel surface. No,
0: but I mean that that's like part of like the the thing that you should learn how to do, like V lookups and like. Make it a pivot table. It's just a great table. way to organize. A pivot table. It's a great way to organize organize num- some numbers, baby. And
1: creepers are like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if okay. something is like they use Excel, so some of them are like, hell yeah, baby, speak on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk your shit, baby. Talk uh, your shit, now baby. Now I'm starting to think about talk your shit, baby. Okay. The word is space.
0: Ooh. I was just thinking about space last night. Do you think about space at night when, before you're going to sleep?
1: I I used to a lot as a kid, actually.
0: And what changed? Were you just like, I've got <laughs> enough space here on Earth? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I was like, I like, I, I don't know. I'm definitely thinking about creepy cases before I go to sleep. Um, well, what What specifically do you think about when you're thinking about space?
0: I think about the things that are really hard to conceive of. For me, yeah. like I think about what is beyond space, what even is space? Are we inside of something? What is beyond a black hole? Like it's all of the unknowns that I'm thinking about.
1: Baby, don't don't get me started on Interstellar. I could talk about that movie. I could talk about that Arrival. All of those like space. Oh, okay, you liked
0: Arrival. I remember you talking about that. You love oh, that my movie.
1: God, like any movie that about like time, how time works time travel might be a real thing like I eat that up
0: I, I it's fascinating to me too I think I'm less interested in the time travel aspect of it or how time moves quicker or slower in certain places I'm interested in the parts of interstellar where it's like beyond our known dimension yeah you know? remember that seat that the whole sequence where he's like basically free-floating in a black hole and then he's like in this weird, it's a it's a liminal space. It's like a transition space where like nothing that you're looking at actually makes sense. And it's like yes. the fibers of, of reality or something. I don't know how to describe it. Again, like it's hard to conceive of these things.
1: Yeah. But well, I was that's, like,
0: that's a really interesting visual depiction of something that's hard to talk about.
1: Yes. Because isn't that, that one's about, there's the black holes, but there's like the wormhole, right? Which is that like, that's how he's... What's the difference? Because so I think a wormhole is that it eventually, like, loops back to—so it's it's almost like imagine, like, a two-way mirror that, like, somebody's on one side of it in another dimension, but they could still, like, see each other almost, or one person could see the other person. Mm,
0: okay, but, yeah.
1: like, if you were to go through the hole, you could go to the other, like, dimension, I guess. So I think that that's why—because isn't there that sequence where he's, like, able to see—
0: yeah, He can, like, look into, like, the real yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas well, a black
1: hole, I guess you just like sink.
0: I guess. Well, we don't know what, like what's on the other end of the black hole. You ever right. hear about what happens to a body in theory if they were to go into a black hole? Because I've thought about this. No. Oh, my God. So basically, I mean, a body would be sucked in at such a speed, faster than the speed of light, that your body would become spaghettied is what they call it. Where basically you would be stretched to like the th- like the thickness of a a, a string of spaghetti <laughs> like and when i heard that i thought skinny <laughs> i thought skinny <laughs> in Baby. the black hole
1: <laughs> we know that you're like okay how do i do time travel backwards cuz I- your birthday's coming up
0: <laughs> you're right if there's anyone who should be investing in time travel right now it's me it's benjamin very true button. but <laughs> benjamin button honey <laughs> You know who is Benjamin Button is Ramona Singer. Stop. That person is Benjamin Button. <laughs>
1: that, she really is. She looks well. I I must say I've also seen her in person, and um, the uh, yeah, she's definitely.
0: <laughs> Wait, I was like, so what's the next part of that statement? <laughs> well, I was what was do you mean? Say,
1: you can see like in in person. I was kind of like. Okay, like, you, the work is a little bit more obviously oh, like, okay. visible in person, but, I mean, on camera, baby, she looks, she's looking young. She has young. a very,
0: like, young energy, too. Yes. I mean, she's crazy, but, like, she has, like, a bit of a young energy because she's on the show, like, in her, what, like, 60s, I think? Yeah. Impressive to
1: me. When I was in New York, actually, my mom and I walked by her plastic surgeon's office. (laughs) That's like literally, that's actually how I get around New York when I'm like back visiting. I'm like, okay. That's like a point of
0: reference. Yes.
1: I'm like, I know (laughs) where the housewife landmarks are and I know where that her plastic surgeon is. That's
0: so funny. Do you
1: think they ever think about space? No, baby.
0: You don't think Luann is sitting (laughs) in Palm Beach in the back of a cruiser looking up just thinking about What's beyond the curtain of the universe?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Thinking about the Milky Way, I don't see it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Bethany thinks about space. I th- What's yeah, out there? Bethany my god! Might.
1: What's up my there? god? Well, she knows it all.
0: She knows it all. She's just my sister said it best. My sister goes, "I hate her essence," and I was like, "What do you mean by that?" And she goes, "She is a true vibe killer." Um,
1: (laughs) always like it's it's just so um i I feel like dorinda put it well one time she was like she just kind of like labels everything and she's so like everything has to be like in its perfect spot like she's like a superwoman at all things or has to be on like always and it's just kind of (gasps) like like it's a little unnerving for people you know
0: it it really is i mean she strikes me as somebody because i i I've watched the show long enough that I know a bit of, like, her backstory and family history. She strikes me as someone who wants to make sure she keeps everyone and everything in her life at a distance mm-hmm. so that it can't hurt her at all times. Like, even yeah. her business, her friendships, her relationships, everything has to be at a safe distance, and she has to know that she has the advantage on it, and it can't be the other way around. She can't stand to lose control.
1: She needs space, baby. She-
0: <laughs> okay, this is what I was thinking about last night with space. I was playing around with some AI like photos and stuff because I love to have AI just imagine photos of the future. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I will type in like, imagine what a living room will look like a thousand years from now on Earth. And I find it so interesting just to think of like, okay, what is it referencing? Like yeah. what is like retro futurism that it's looking at? And then what is it interpreting like? to generate the thought that makes this image. But I was generating a lot of pictures about, like, you know, what would colonization in space look like? You know, what would it look like if one day we lived in, like, a permanent station on our moon? Isn't that crazy to think?
1: Wait, wait, wait. What what do the pictures look like?
0: I mean, they look kind of like what you would imagine, like, pods on the moon, like, building structures of like enclosed spaces. There are like indoor greenhouses so that you have like agriculture resources. It's just I'm, in space.
1: I'm curious if you, like, would you ever go to space if you could get a free trip to like Mars or whatever? Would you do it?
0: To Mars? No, too far. Um, but I thought about this recently actually. And I do think I would go to space if I had the money, but it would be like, I just want to get above earth and then go yeah. back. That's it. Like, I I don't need to go to the moon or anything that far. I just want to get out of our our stratosphere and just be in... Could you imagine that? Oh just God. being in space.
1: Okay. It's so weird that you bring this up. My mom and I were actually talking about this the other day. Um, that, like, I didn't know this. And also, like, if, I probably should, like, fact check myself. But we were talking about, I guess, she was saying that a lot of times people that go to the moon... There, There's a high, I guess, like suicide rate after that because really? you feel like you kind of reached, yeah, you like reach the pinnacle of like, you know, discovery. You have this like ultimate high and then it's like, where do you go from there? And I was like, that's so interesting. I had no idea. Huh.
0: That is interesting. Yeah. Almost like because you've gone, you've gone like the furthest that most people have gone. You almost feel like there's nothing left to be excited for.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Or, like, I'm sure as, like, an astronaut, it's like, okay, where do I go next? <laughs> like, because you can't really go anywhere else.
0: I guess not. I mean, if there was, like, a hotel-style, like, space trip that would just, like, kind of orbit almost like a satellite-level distance yeah. from Earth, would you ever do that?
1: I mean, if it's if it's a nice hotel, baby, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, well, if there's an indoor pool by me, like then I but- think I will be present. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me a nice hotel on, you know, up in the sky on Mars and someone's, you know, underground. If it's a nice hotel, I'll probably go.
0: <laughs> how much do you think a trip to space would be worth? Like, let's say money's no object when you've got unlimited budget, endless riches, but like, realistically, how much do you think a trip to space would be worth? cuz you don't want to cheap out on it because yeah you don't, don't want to fuck around up there
1: like I don't want to die
0: <laughs> yeah um, you want to make sure that you're like <laughs> you're going in with like a reputable crew oh you've god. got like a decent yeah. ship like
1: um oh god i don't know i can't it's like hard for me to even imagine that um well like, let me see
0: how much they're currently priced at cuz you yeah, can I was take say. trips to space okay how much to go to space it's got to be over a million dollars right yeah
1: cuz like wasn't jeff Bezos like trying to get a whole or he took the whole group up there and that did he yeah didn't he
0: who did he take wait who did he take up there um let me see people at Amazon was it a lunch and learn
1: (laughs) well baby you would have been on the ship (laughs) we all know absolutely
0: I would (laughs) have (laughs) <laughs> so it says Virgin Galactic launched its first tourism flight um, for paying customers on August 10th. I guess August 10th of this last year, 2023. It marks a new era in space tourism for the company with monthly flights expected to follow. Space tourism is a growing industry for the rich. Seats on a Virgin Galactic flight cost $450,000 a piece. That's yeah. kind of what I was imagining.
1: I, yeah, I was thinking 500000 when you said yeah. it. Um,
0: but this is for like a literal like one day trip. To space. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, if funds were not... If I knew that I was going to be safe and that, like, I had the money to do it, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, who gets to do that? That would be crazy. Would you do it?
0: Oh, I think I would. But I think I would have to wait until I'm a bit older, to be honest. Like, I I wouldn't want to do it as, like, a young person with that level of risk and uncertainty. I would want to do it if I was at a point where I'm like, well, there's not much else going on. Yeah. <laughs> I think space sounds fun. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Okay, I'm dying. I was just trying to find an article about the Amazon uh, when they went up, and it says from Jeff Bezos, quote, I'm interested in space because I'm passionate about it, said Bezos, who also <laughs> made a cameo in 2016's Star Trek Beyond. Did you know that?
0: I didn't know that. I've never seen him. I don't think I've ever actually heard the man speak. And I like my men that way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you you, like yeah. you you like the brains and the brawn.
0: The brains and the brawn, but but mute. <laughs> but but <me>. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: it's God. all in the lore.
0: It's all in the backstory. Well, this here says, okay, so there's a few other things here that I'm looking at for flights to orbit. Flights beyond suborbital trips cost over 50 million per seat. And then this other one, which is the ISS that costs 60 million wait so hold on then there are also private astronauts so you have to be like an actual astronaut who can go up to the space station for up to 30 days and but you can pay for your to be there but it's like thirty five thousand a night
1: oh wow so so you're already an astronaut but then like you can do your own thing if you want
0: yeah, like you can go back up there if you want to. Like,
1: oh my god,
0: our space station!
1: I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Well, beyond the actual commercial logistics of our hotel in space that you and I are both investing in, <laughs> we should just talk about like the madness of space. Did you ever watch Gravity when that came no. out?
1: Oh, that's the that. that's the um George Clooney movie. Was George in it? Yeah, it was George and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I never that saw it, but it looks so good
0: crazy because they're they're astronauts they're working on the ship and they had to go outside the ship for some repairs but then there was like a rock shower and they got disconnected <gasps> disconnected from the ship floating in the middle of space
1: <sighs> see that really freaks me out i actually there was some other movie when i was little i don't oh my god i wish i could like text my dad or something and ask him what it was um It wasn't Alien, but it was some movie where at the end, it's a very similar situation where they're the like last two that are out and there's not enough, I guess, oxygen for both of them. So one of them has to decide like who's going to go. And I can't remember if it's a couple and they're like in love or whatever, but he (sighs) decides. Does he vacuum
0: himself out of the ship? Yeah, I'm remembering the scene.
1: What is this movie?
0: Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god. It's it's on the tip of my tongue.
1: Hold oh on. my god. And it was so it. it really it was like one of those moments as a little kid that like scarred me forever. I thought it was the saddest thing I had ever seen. It was very much like the Titanic where I watched so- like the old people die. I was like, "Oh my god." Like
0: Was it called heck? Event Horizon? Who's in it? Ah, uh, hold on.
1: Uh, shoot. I really let me see if I can um
0: I mean, that kind of is what happens in Gravity, too. Yeah. On, space movie, sacrifice scene.
1: Oh, Mission I, to I Mars.
0: S- Mission to
1: Mars? Yeah. It's it's Mission to Mars.
0: What year did it come out?
1: 2000. Oh,
0: God. Nothing happened in 2000.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Who were the oh, actors in it? Um, Tim Robbins. Who's uh, Do I know who Tim Robbins is? personally (laughs) (laughs) I'm like who is that Um, I "I
0: don't have his number
1: but I remember he like takes he takes off his helmet and I remember (gasps) being like as a little kid like I thought it was just the saddest thing I had ever seen
0: he takes off his helmet while he's on
1: like while they're like out in space
0: oh god yeah I mean that would actually be very gruesome because you would freeze Instantly, but also I think you would stretch, if I'm not mistaken.
1: That might, yeah. Oh God, you would you
0: would stretch because the the pressure difference. Like you basically you would swell, yeah, and kind of explode.
1: Yeah. Oh God.
0: God, what a scarring thing for him to leave with her. He's (laughs) like, I'm gonna give myself to you, and she's like, Please don't.
1: Yeah. Unless she's like, I have to eat later. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I'm like, unless I'm remembering it incorrectly. but, But I I feel like he was. To telling somebody like talk like they were trying to decide who was going to take off their helmet like who was and he like sacrifices himself like with Oof. almost if i remember correctly like he doesn't give her a chance to do it like because he wants to make sure she has a better chance of surviving
0: oh so, that's sad. so sad that's I know. so sad Ugh. i can't take <sighs> movies like that with like People who sacrifice themselves for others. I'm like, you got to, you got to stop with that. It's too much.
1: <laughs> no, it's oh, true. God. I
0: can't. I really can't take it. There's something similar that happened in. Um, oh my god! Speaking, <sighs> speaking of like an old people complex, I will never ever forget crying during this movie. It was like a movie about a volcano eruption, and this whole family. They're like a. They're just, like, a small family. It's, like, mother, father, kids, and, like, a grandpa- like a grandma who's with them. And they're trying to escape the town as, like, basically lava is, like, seeping through every part of it. And they're, like, going through a lake. And their boat is, like, starting to disintegrate from the acid in the water. And they're not going to make it in time to get to the shore. So the grandma jumps out into the water, burning her legs to, like, push the boat and sacrifices herself and i oh will God. never get over it ever that, I, it destroyed me as a child couldn't do it we need
1: a warning label on sa- on movies where someone's going to sacrifice himself we need a warning label
0: yeah like i yeah i i don't care about gore i don't care about horror yeah. elements when it comes to Same. ratings or anything fuck them all but when it comes to old people dying in movies i need to be, i need i need to be on a list Same. like it has to be like <laughs> special theaters in the us
1: Baby, I will never see Up.
0: I know. I know.
1: I just you can't. can't. You actually can't.
0: I don't think it'll be safe for you.
1: <laughs> I think I'll break.
0: <laughs> like, it's just too much. <laughs> it's too much. Sometimes I think about that opening scene and it, it's just like way too much for me to process or handle. Oh I, but that's every Pixar movie. You cry yeah. them all.
1: I'm Are very there any realized. Pixar
0: movies about space?
1: Yeah. Um e well, mm, WALL-E. Wally. Yeah. Wally. Wally First of all
0: That shit is gonna happen By the way
1: Which Which part
0: Um Where we destroy our planet And we have to live up (laughs) In in space
1: (laughs) 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 Which part
0: (laughs) You were like So not when Wally meets Eva
1: I'm like so not when he watches Hello Dolly.
0: <laughs> I was like, no, baby, the severe climate change, which is going to dismantle our world as we know it. I think that part's oh, going to happen.
1: I know. Oh, My God, we really have to do something about. That. I can't. My my brain immediately goes to him falling in love and watching Hello Dolly. Oh God.
0: You're like, but which part?
1: Which part, baby? <laughs> Wally. Oh, my God. That's such
0: a cute movie, though. It's such so well cute done. Such a But oh I think God. more specifically that, like, we'll just get to a point where we're, like, sitting in chairs all day with screens in front of us. I'm basically there now.
1: I was going to say, that's our lives right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I
0: was like, <laughs> that's literally what we do with like a few moments of like getting up, getting up for walks.
1: <laughs> it's honestly, it's so funny to me because I'm like, God, my back is really starting to hurt. Like, I guess this is what like getting older is. No, baby. It's that I'm no, hunch for eight <laughs> hours, basically. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's a
0: lot. It's not good. Bodies are not meant to be this stagnant. Mm-mm. There's somebody I know who always says like a body in motion will stay in motion and a body that is not
1: will stop. Mhm. That's right. I, I, do you have a um or do you know anybody at work that has like one of those treadmill uh like walking pads under their desk?
0: No, that seems like a bit much. I'd sooner quit my job. <laughs> <I> s- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm dead. Because I know a bunch of people that do.
0: I do know people who have standing desks. In fact, Bryce has a standing desk. And honestly, it's very lovely because it. I think I want to get into that practice with working. Anytime I'm at a computer, I would like to stand versus sit Yeah, if I can, like if I can handle it.
1: I have a standing desk, not at my uh, home office, but oh. all of our desks at our offices are standing, which is so nice. Oh, my God. I love it. I I mean I also I try to
0: make it a, a habit <clears throat> to take breaks throughout the day to do I have a mat that's like permanently on the floor in my living room. I take breaks throughout the day so I can do like dedicated mindful like yoga and meditation yeah. to calm my ass down.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: It really yeah, it really does work though. I mean just having the mat out I think makes a big difference because it reminds me it's like oh, take a break and just like go use the foam roller for a little bit and like chill out.
1: Yeah we
0: space
1: (laughs) space i this okay well it's funny because it's the same coworker with the walking pad but she and i do um desk yoga together every week really Mm -hmm.
0: desk yoga what does desk yoga entail
1: well she introduced me to it but it's like it's this little app that she has where it's (laughs) like you basically are like curling your you know like spine certain ways like just trying to like loosen yourself up i guess um but we've also done regular yoga but, like, we were once your chair.
0: hunters and gatherers in this world. <laughs> we were know. once hunting for food. And now you're talking to me about doing a little spine roll in your chair. What are you telling me? <laughs> we once killed mammoth for fur. <laughs> and we're sitting here doing a little cat cow in the desk chair. <laughs>
1: A little downward dog, but a little do- and not bring even that head of- <laughs> over to
0: the left, but not too much pressure.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Wait, speaking of this, I somehow we'll get back to space. Have we talked about uh, core power yoga? Uh,
0: what, what? What's that?
1: Do, do Do y'all have that in LA? Core power?
0: That's like a specific. Is it like a brand of yoga?
1: Yes, like and it's Bikram? like it. Um, no, no, no. It's like a like a Soul Cycle or something. Oh, like gotcha, a, gotcha. Like a. Oh my God. I started doing those. I heard this on another podcast. I'm totally pulling it. But somebody else was talking about this. They were like, what are those bitches training for? War? Like, and I took the (laughs) class and I was like, that could not be more accurate. I was literally like, the yoga, it is a hilarious concept because you do about five minutes of like true vinyasa or whatever at the beginning where you're like, you know, your warm-up. Yeah. And then, baby, it is full blown. Like, get up, cardio, <laughs> run in a warrior three, like whatever. And it's just oh my so god, it's funny. like a circuit class. It's it's a circuit class, but it's just so funny because you're it's you know one hundred and five degrees, and it's hot yoga too. It's honestly like I I actually do kind of like it, which I don't know what that says about me, but it is truly like war. Like <laughs> you are training when you get it's, in there.
0: It's. Meet the Spartans, it's combat <laughs> yeah. training. Like, you're yes. in combat training. Yes. It's it's not necessary. I mean, well, we do have things like that in LA, but I, LA has kind of, like, two modes. It's all about, like, healing, like, mindfulness, like, meditative work, and, like, that type of, like, mindful, like, physical practice. Or it's circuit training. And it's, like, yeah. juiced out protein. Let's shoot up roids in the bathroom. <sighs> like, it's, and it's real. Like, if you go to West Hollywood, you're one of the only, like, one of the only ones in the gym who's not taking steroids.
1: Now, is that, like, a CrossFit thing? Or, like, that's just going No, to I don't think it's a
0: CrossFit thing. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just, like, it's about, like, body standards in Los Angeles and, like, men. Yeah. It's just very hard to let, you don't really find a lot of, like, men here who are not in great shape.
1: Yeah, Well, especially West Hollywood,
0: especially West Hollywood, baby. Well, I mean, that's all (laughs) the gays want. They just, literally, just want to go to the gym and go on cruises and enjoy not having children, and they're entitled to it. And they'll go to space. Maybe. (laughs) Before all if we should be so lucky if if Daddy Bezos will take us.
1: (laughs) I'm like Pride 2052. We're in space. (laughs) We're in space.
0: God. Could you imagine we should do a creep time episode? I want I want us to go to space and do a creep time episode from space, but then accidentally not talk about space (laughs) while we're there.
1: That would be on brand. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, wait, back to space real quick, because I, quest- yeah. I have lots of questions about space. Like, I could honestly talk about it forever, but yeah, I guess when we think about space, do we also have to talk about alien life? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Other thing about alien life before you answer that question. I just heard, and th- there's articles about this, that somewhere on Earth, there is, I don't know if it's a telescope or it's some kind of something that can detect light. From very, very far away. Like light years away or something. There was artificial light detected on a distant, distant, distant planet. What? Like city lights. City lights! Oh
1: my god, that's so weird to think about.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: I mean, I fully think that there's other, you know, life happening outside of- How could there not
0: be? Like- You're telling me we're the only anomaly that just turned into this on this, like, little speck of dust? Yeah. I bet (sighs) there's so many. I bet, honestly, there's so much alien life out there. And we're all just super far apart. So the second that we figure out how to do a long-distance relationship here between planets, (laughs) (laughs) we'll be on top of it all.
1: I— This is— Oh, my God. It's, like, overwhelming to me to think about space sometimes because I just yeah. – that that being a possibility is so mind-boggling. Like, I can't even – obviously, I can't wrap my head around it, but I – this is so funny because when I was little, like, my – dad and I like he would put me to bed and at the beginning when you were saying like do you ever go to bed and think about space truly when I was a little girl I used to think about space all the time because he would put me to bed and I had this window um like right above my bed and we would just stare out at the <gasps> stars and the moon together and I would have these like questioning like hours with my dad where I would just ask him about, like, the universe and, like, I just wanted to know, like, what was out there, sort of. Um And I- I've always had such an interest in it. So I'm like, now I, I should think about it more. <laughs> well,
0: it's, it's, there are things that, about it that are hard to conceive of. I mean, do you ever think about, like, how we could actually be so, so small that we're, like, inside something? Like, imagine, like, we are so microscopic in the grand scheme of yeah. Whatever is around us and out there, that like our entire universe is something like a drop of water. Oh my god, that's how it feels sometimes. Yeah. And meanwhile, every other day, I'm like, I feel so big. I'm really <laughs> so small in the I grand know. scheme of it all. <laughs> oh,
1: God. I'm having full like galaxy brain right now.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I. Well, that's the thing. I was, of all was the like,
1: possibilities.
0: I was trying to take like. A mental note when I was thinking about space the other night, and I was like, what are the things about it that really just, like, I find so hard to fully conceive of? And most of it has to do with, like, what is beyond the edge of the universe? Because I think what we know about the universe is that it is expanding, but there is currently an edge. It's like, what is it expanding into? You mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't—what un- I- what is all of this? What is going on? I like- know. <laughs> Somebody explain it right now.
1: I can't. Or like, honestly, when I kind of first learned what a star was, that blew my mind. That it's just like all of a sudden it's just so much like energy and it just like absolutely just like combusts one day.
0: You know what's crazy? Bryce told me this when we were, we were at um the Sequoias and we were sitting out in the backyard watching like star watching. It was such a beautiful night. Mm-hmm. He said most of the stars that we're seeing in the sky are actually already gone. It's like what we're seeing is like their burst mm-hmm. from light years ago, from years and years and years ago. It's just that just God. now that light is reaching us on Earth. So we're we're actually looking into the past when we're looking at stars.
1: It's so weird. Have you ever seen a shooting star?
0: Oh, my God. When we were star watching, it was every other minute. <gasps> Because it was the Sequoia, so there's no, like, city lights or anything out there. And it was, honestly, like, next time you come up, we're going to take a trip there and go to this exact Airbnb. It was fabulous. Like, beautiful Ugh. open backyard with, like, a brook, lounge areas, like a gazebo, hot tub. Like, it was so nice.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I love, love.
0: stargazing. I know. It was we were, It was me. It was Bryce. Um, it was our other friend and our other friend, Joy. Like, we were all out there just, like, laying on these cushions. Just like talking for three hours, watching stars. It was such a beautiful night. Bryce, if you're listening, thank you for pushing for that Airbnb because that made it very, very magical.
1: Now, was this the same trip where he almost also pushed you to go into the backwoods?
0: Absolutely. Thank you for reminding me about that (laughs) rotten bitch, that no good hag. (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) No, he redeemed himself with the stargazing (laughs) thing. But yeah, that bitch was trying to push me into the woods. He listened to that episode and he was like, When are you going to have me on so I can defend myself? (laughs) And I was like, Well, that's the beauty of this, Baby. It's my show. You're
1: like, You don't (laughs) get a chance. I get a chance. It's my word against
0: yours. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's your word and
1: he doesn't have one.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Not much to compete with. (sighs) Is there anything else we can mine for space?
1: Something oh, else that's
0: out there that feels... Anything
1: else. We could talk... I, I know you and I could talk about this forever. Oh, my God. I know. Um, I'm
0: trying to think of, like, the, the most sinister elements of space. Well, talk about some of the robots that we've deployed to different planets that have been left, that have died. Mm. We have robots on Mars. We've had a robot on the moon. Do
1: we have robots anywhere else?
0: What is the furthest we've actually traveled? How far have we gone?
1: I mean, didn't we get something out to like Saturn recently or What are we doing out with Saturn?
0: Saturn <laughs> seems so far away. It
1: is so far. Um Hold
0: on. Let's look this up. How far have we traveled in space? It sounds like a song lyric. How far have we traveled <laughs> okay. in space? What? All right. Let's see. It depends. And what you mean by we. I hate BARD AI for doing this fucking shit. (laughs) They're all, no, they're always testing me on the semantics of the conversation. And I'm like, shut your ass up. They're like, what do we mean by we, theoretically? So if you're asking about humans themselves, the furthest we've traveled is 248,655 miles. This occurred during the Apollo 13 mission in 1970 Mm. when the crew slingshotted around the moon. Uh, due to an oxygen tank malfunction. They never landed, but briefly reached the distance on the far side of the moon. Did they die? However, if you're asking about human-made objects, we have ventured much further. The champion is Voyager 1, which launched in 1977 and is currently 14.6 billion miles away from Earth.
1: That's what just popped up for me when I Googled furthest thing away. It was Voyager 1.
0: Okay, so where did the Voyager 1
1: land? I don't think it... I think it's just floating. <laughs> I think it's a satellite. I think it's just floating somewhere. <laughs> what? Hold on.
0: Voyager 1. Let's see. Wait, so it just flew by Saturn and was like,
1: hey. <laughs> I don't... Probe made flybys of Jupiter-Saturn. <laughs> Literally a flyby, baby. It said, hey. Is it probe- out of our solar
0: system? No. No.
1: I don't know. The probe made flybys of Jupiter, Saturn, and Saturn's largest (gasps) moon, Titan. Uh, NASA had a choice of either doing a Pluto or Titan flyby. Exploration of the moon took priority because it was known to have a substantial atmosphere. Voyager 1 studied the weather, magnetic fields, and the rings of the two gas giants and was the first probe to provide detailed images of their moons. Huh.
0: Yeah, the Saturn pass was in 1980. Jupiter was in 1979. Do we have pictures of this? Uh, (laughs) I feel so, like, I'm just finally discovering that we've actually (laughs) ventured into space. (laughs) I I didn't know all this. Think
1: about all the, like, this is what's crazy is that, like, there's such a small select group of people that get to, like, study all of this stuff and, like, make a whole life and career out of it. And it's so cool
0: well how exciting for us to be alive at a time i mean in the yeah. grand scheme like we just get like roughly let's say a hundred years around this time we are at- alive at such a pivotal time in history where we've yeah. actually gotten to see space travel that's oh, crazy I,
1: I can think of something sinister for us to talk about have you heard of like people that think that we never actually landed on the moon
0: oh yeah I used to believe that in high school. I was like, really? mm, There's no why."
1: Oh, I love a conspiracy conspiracy theorist.
0: I know. I th- well, I think I was just I was enamored with the the idea of something that grand being faked by the government. That's what's yeah. interesting to me. Like how fascinating to think about, like the the lunar landing being faked. What do you know about the lunar landing being faked? As far as like the evidence people
1: cite. Um, gosh, what was so? Well, wasn't it? Um, there's like something in the photograph of Neil Armstrong that people like always talk about,
0: um, right? If I'm remembering, there's lots of inconsistencies with shadows, which is a problem because yes. there's only one source of light on the moon, but we have shadows going in multiple directions, suggesting multiple sources of light. There was also questions, there were questions about like, wind being seen with the flag blowing on the moon, but there's no wind
1: on the moon. Oh, right, right, right. I remember that.
0: Yeah, stuff like that. Um, People also talked about, like, well, it looks like there's, like, lighter gravity on the moon when you look at the footage back, but they actually think it might have just been him, like, taking big, like, jump steps, and it was slowed down to make it look like there was a little bit of a delay in his landing, because if you would speed it up just a tad it literally just looks like somebody who's like walking normally and like jumping normally on the moon or what looks like a moon. Huh? I want to (laughs) believe.
1: I want to (laughs) believe. Well, and I guess the other component was that it was the race to space so that like maybe we faked it so we could prove to the Russians that we like got ahead of them. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, it was about international dominance. So I think a lot of people cite that about like, I think it was a time also, I remember watching a doc on this where they were trying to like elevate the, I don't know, morale of the country around that time. And it was exciting and like a unifying thing to celebrate as a country getting to space, like this massive historical achievement. So that was a part of it. I don't know. I mean, if there was any time, I guess, where something like that could have been faked without things leaking, it probably would have been. Hmm. The 60s?
1: Yeah. That's uh, I love imagining you believing this in high school, like it being.
0: <laughs> oh, I was insistent upon it. I, I think what was the most compelling was like when they would do interviews with former astronauts. I was like, well, why would they come out of the woodworks and say that this is impossible? You know, like yeah. what what skin do they have in the game? That's my Wait. new favorite Dorinda saying. She goes, You don't <laughs> have any skin in this game.
1: Well, maybe your other thing is um By the hair of your skin. Wait, what did you say on the podcast? I said,
0: by the hair of my teeth.
1: By the hair of my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start saying that. You you know what you reminded me of, actually? Or me just saying that reminded me my friend Connor that I also like to shout out sometimes. She said one time (laughs) she was trying to say that somebody came in without any shoes on and- she was talking about how like just gross this person was. She goes, he came in with no feet on and c- continued. Oh my god, to you've talk, told me that before. <laughs> and none of us none of us clocked it until later. That's what that reminded me of.
0: <laughs> Cause you were tracking, because you were like, I bet yeah, you I'm baby. Like, I know yes, what you mean. I bet
1: you. Wait, can I read you the coolest thing about the Voyager? I just scrolled down. Please, yeah. And I actually somebody's told me this before. Um, it might have been my friend Katie, actually, but the Voyager, Kate. uh carries a gold-plated audiovisual disc A called The Golden Record, a compilation (gasps) meant to showcase the diversity of life and culture on Earth in the event that either spacecraft is ever found by extraterrestrial finders. Oh my God. I know, isn't this so cool? The record, made under the direction of a team including Carl Sagan and Timothy Ferris, includes photos of Earth and its life forms, a range of scientific information, spoken greetings from people such as the Secretary General of the United Nations and the President of the United States, a melody... Called Sounds of Earth, that includes the sound of whales, a baby crying, waves breaking on a shore, and a collection of music spanning different cultures and eras, including works by Mozart, Blind Willie Johnson, Chuck Berry, and Valia Balkanska. Other Eastern and Western classics are included as well as performances of indigenous music from around the world. The record also contains greetings in 55 languages. The project aimed to portray the richness of life on earth and stand as a testament to human creativity and the desire to connect with the cosmos.
0: Oh, imagine being included in that list.
1: That's so cool. As a musician or something. Yeah. You
0: know, what's also in there that didn't mention is the Lisa Rinna, bust yourself to better buns (laughs) workout DVD. (laughs) Is included in that disc. <laughs> they don't talk about that part, but it's it's one of the last things you can select in the DVD player.
1: Baby, that's Lisa Rinna's on vinyl.
0: <laughs> absolutely, baby, absolutely. <laughs> she will not miss an opportunity to sell you a product.
1: That's amazing. Oh my god!
0: Hold on, I just pulled up some scary space facts. Let me see if I can read some that might be oh, interesting. Yeah. Humans Can you imagine if
1: Creep Time was on the Golden Record?
0: <laughs> I think that would shoot shoot down any version of like extraterrestrial life. Being like, yeah. we should go investigate the humans, yeah. the brilliance of the of humankind. They listened to one episode of Creep Time, and they were like primates.
1: And we're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just you going, no wet ass cracks in 2024. That's it. That's all the audio they get. That's
0: my historical legacy. And that's the way <laughs> I wanted it and the way I'll have it. Oh, let's see. The explosion, supernovas, the explosions of massive stars can bathe near wait nearby planets with deadly radiation. So, I mean, luckily we don't have any stars that are like... Actually, I'm very confused about this. So, if a star is essentially the same thing as the sun, right? Same concept. Mm-hmm. We don't have any stars in our universe outside of the sun, right? Like, all the stars we see in the sky, that those are from, like, distant, distant galaxies.
1: Are they? I don't
0: know. Let me, hold on.
1: Ba- baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I-, I thought I was on with Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: <laughs> That's
1: me. That's <laughs> you. How many stars
0: are in <laughs> our solar system? Okay, solar system was what I meant. I don't. Th- I think it's just the sun. Really. I'm very, I'm very confused. Don't quote a singular thing that I'm saying. because If there's anything that we know, it's that I don't know shit about fuck. Same. (laughs) Okay, right here, yeah. There is only one star in our solar system. The motherfucking sun. Wow. And that's the motherfucking tea. That's the motherfucking tea, baby. The sun. I knew it. I was like, we don't have no other stars in here. Yeah. So they're all on the outside. We're just seeing them from far, far, far away. Wow. So stuck on that. (laughs) <laughs> Must I? <laughs> <laughs> we should wrap it. Okay. I feel like this was a an interesting talk into space. I actually, I yeah. want to add space back into the list because I want to come back to space later on. I yeah. feel like there's so much more we could talk about with space. If there, can, What's your favorite planet? Just curious. Do you have a I've favorite? always
1: loved Neptune. Wow. I have no earthly idea, but I think it's because... <laughs> I think it's because... I think as a little kid, I loved the colors of it, like that it was blue and purple and, Ooh, what, and yeah. that it was almost at the end. I think that's what I liked about it. What about you?
0: Well, um, when it was still a planet, I thought Pluto was kind of cute because it's like so tiny and purple. Yeah. It was always depicted as purple. I don't know why. But now it's not a planet anymore. Honestly, kind of savage that they just cut out Pluto. I mean, she's so far away. What's she going to do? Complain? But really, know, my favorite planet is Earth.
1: Yeah. The way's
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> okay we're <laughs> wrapping everybody thank you again for listening to this episode on space. but right now we're gonna say make it quick we'll catch make you on the quick. next one <laughs> bye we guys say,
1: make it quick after having this full-on heady discussion about space we're like okay make it quick
0: bye i'm like maybe watch me <laughs> watch me <laughs> that is the beautiful duality of creep time you can have a, right. an in-depth conversation about the horrors behind the science of space and you can also
1: say make it quick make it quick <laughs> Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye, creepers.